0: Let's go, 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 White Sox. We're with you all the way.
1: You're always in their fighting
0: and you do your best. We're glad to have you out here in the Middle West. We're going to root, 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 White Sox. And cheer you all to victory. But we're in the stands, we'll make those raptors ring. All through the season, you will hear us sing.
1: And we're back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. This is Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Tonight is Wednesday, October the 13th, 2021. Coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. My name is Joel. With me tonight, as
0: per usual, is Sam.
1: Sam, how's it going?
0: Hey, Joel, I'm doing very well. Thank you very much. I'm coming at you, as usual, from Brooklyn, New York. My hot take has to do with the American League Championship Series bound Boston Red Sox, who uh, just beat the AL, I guess reigning champs, <clears throat> Tampa Bay Rays in the uh, division series, uh, three games to one. Um, and my hot take: it was a it was a good series. There were two games that were ended on a walk off, and this is the most fun that I've had watching. Red Sox postseason baseball, possibly in my life, and I'll tell you why. I had very low expectations for the Red Sox coming into the season. I had very low expectations for the Red Sox coming into this postseason. I wanted them to beat the Yankees in the wild card game so fucking bad, like pit of my stomach bad. You know what I mean? Like I just wanted that, and they did, and I was so fucking happy and. Ever since then, I've just, like, really, really, really loved watching these uh, Rays-Red Sox games, Um, and they've been pretty good games. The first game, the Red Sox got shut out. The second game, the Red Sox really spanked the Rays in Tampa, and then the two games in Boston that the Red Sox both won were both ended on walk-offs. One was a walk-off home run in a 13-inning game that – just had all of the, like, crazy playoff baseball shit, including a, like, random rule, uh ground rule double that bounced off of a player into the, a Red Sox player into the into the stands or into the bullpen that, like, prevented the Rays from scoring a run. Yeah, um,
1: was pissed about that. I
0: don't Ooh. think that anyone seemed too pissed about it, but they were, like really disappointed about it i think it
1: was a late call but...
0: right yeah according to the rules it was yeah it was the late call. pretty straightforward but it sucked for tampa <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> i didn't really catch i didn't catch that part of it because it was like because it bounced off of the player and out of play shouldn't it have technically been a dead ball at that point right
0: no it bounced off the fence and then bounced off the ground and then bounced off hunter renfro yeah, and it, went it, into the bullpen
2: yeah like deflected and then hit hunter renfro and went straight into the bullpen so like my thought was it would have been a dead ball as soon as it hit him so wherever like wherever the runner was at that point would have oh, had that base yeah so I, well, I, well, I mean either
0: way either way the the runner ends up at third base.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's, I, that's what I was thinking. Um, but I mean, but, even if they scored it, it wouldn't have mattered though, because wasn't that a two run hit, a home run that Vasquez? Had? It was a
0: two run home run in the bottom of the, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just such a crazy thing because it's like the ball, like I was watching it. I thought the ball had bounced off the top of the wall and went over the fence, but it, it like bounced off the bottom of the wall and like really quickly did like a loop the loop over the fence.
2: I feel like uh, there's been multiple I feel like there's been multiple plays in this playoff where balls have hit like right on the edge of the fence. Like, yeah. like kind of like weird random caroms, much like that Hunter Renfro was like a random carom, you know, so like, like yeah. by inches or millimeters where the ball hits it deflects in this particular way that it does this one in this one outcome comes from it. So yeah. That's fucking cool. <clears throat>
0: It was, it was crazy. And it was just such a crazy, weird bounce, you know? And then, um, and then the next inning, Christian Vasquez who hit seven home runs all season, I think, jacks a two run walk-off home run. And I don't know if you guys watched, were watching the game or if you saw the highlights, but like you've never seen somebody who looked more visibly happy than Christian Vasquez, who like, you know, he's a catcher and he's like a defense first catcher and he hits pretty well for a catcher, but he's not like a big power guy. And he just like, he was, he didn't know where to put his arms. You know, he was like pointing <laughs> everywhere. He was really so And like just smiling so hard, you know, it was really funny.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It was a charming moment.
0: Yeah, that's cool that they're. Yeah, you don't have
1: expectations going into them. They were not like the super team with all the pressure on them.
2: So right, you can kind of enjoy. And they're still the fucking Boston Red Sox. Like everybody still expects them to be there, and they they're the underdog. They're the there. underdog
0: of underdogs.
2: Underdog of underdogs. What the hell are you yeah. talking about? They won the World <laughs> Series two years
0: ago. Ding dong.
2: so no, this year. No, this, this year. This year. This year. This year. This year. They're not
0: underdogs. They they are the Technically least likely they are. to win. Technically coming into the Except playoffs, the they were the least yeah. likely to win the World Series. Yeah. Except for maybe, maybe St. Louis. Right. Maybe St. Louis. But the yeah. like the the odds and all of the analytics had Boston at the bottom of all of the playoffs. And the Rays were like two, I think.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I I we want to, I mean. The Red Sox were picked to finish eighty to eighty-one wins this year, and they ended up with
2: ninety-two. Yeah, I know, but er- like early in the season, the prognostication is one thing. I mean, people have to adapt their perspectives at this point. No, this I
0: mean a- coming into the of all the playoff teams. But I know. Yeah, I, know. Got, I got you.
2: Yeah. I got you. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, going up against the Rays, although you know the Rays, I don't. They had eight rookies on their. Playoff roster, which is yeah, their roster
2: was weird. They didn't have yeah, it. and
0: That's-
1: and last week I made the mistake because I was like, "Oh, Rays are going to win this series," and I, I was asking you, Sam, what? How can the Red Sox win the series? I thought the Rays were going to be heavy favorites, but they kind of fucked it up. I thought in the games I watched, I did yeah. I did not come away impressed with Kevin Cash, especially I think it was game for the last game that I was like, what the hell is he doing? He pulls his starter way too early. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I felt like the ways got a little too cute the way that Tampa Bay likes, likes to do it.
0: Yeah. I, you know, the Red Sox, I just, you know, they had, they have so many guys who have they got been badgers. in the playoffs before and the, and they and they just seemed more calm, I thought, you know, and we were behind in every single game, except for maybe the last game. We we came from behind in every single game that we well, we lost the first game, but and you know, in the game two, the Red Sox, I mean the Rays put up five runs in the first inning. So
1: Yeah, right. And, and we're trolling you about it. Right. Yeah and then they lost and then they lost yeah (laughs) all right also joining us tonight as per usual is thomas
2: thomas how's it going it's going pretty good joel thanks for having me i'm coming to you from seattle where it's regular and my hot take is that uh contrary to what sam may have just said uh the baseball season is over uh we may say Thomas wait that's not true it's actually more some of the most exciting time of baseball season and I will argue no no it is not the (laughs) ALCS features the Houston Astros the cheating Blastros and the Boston boring Red Sox give me a break what a what a I mean even Tampa Bay who is the defending AL champion would have been more exciting but still, Astros have I,
0: been there five years in a row.
2: Uh, yeah, but I give me a like. I I, I mean, okay. So like, I, I will explain. I, I don't dislike this particular Red Sox team. I, the Red Sox are winners, and I root against winners. So that's the 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 end all and tell all of it. When the Red Sox were terrible losers, I was rooting for them big time. In '98 right. to 2004, I was like fucking Red Sox fan. Pedro Martinez and Manny Ramirez. I was like, fuck yeah, this is cool. No mo yeah bill miller (laughs) what the hell anyway uh kevin millar always kind of sucked but anyway the point being they're winners so anti
0: vaxxer probably what kevin millar is probably an anti-vaxxer i'm just i'm gonna gonna throw throw that out there that's not a long (laughs) limb to go out (laughs) that's
1: that's that's not even a hot take that's like yeah
2: yeah, so anyway, my, my and then the plucky Brewers were knocked out of the playoffs. Yeah, the I was about that. And I mean, I, it, unless, well, I, because I guess I'm, I'm kind of going out on a limb here. I'm just assuming the Giants are going to lose game five to the Dodgers.
1: Oh, because you're an optimist. Right, I got it. Right, 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 right. So anyway,
2: well, if if the Giants can pull out a win tomorrow, then the baseball season might carry on for a little bit longer.
1: I'm I'm picking it's Giants Red Sox in the World Series. That's what's going to happen. Giants. Yeah, I uh, I saw a meme. I think it's going to be Dodgers
2: Astros.
0: That would be,
2: and I'm going to barf everywhere.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I saw this meme today, Thomas. That was. uh, Do you know the the sweaty peel meme?
2: What do you peel mean? Yeah,
0: you know, it's like a uh, uh, peel from Key and Peel, and like this one skit, he plays this guy who's like, oh
1: yes, yeah, yeah, yeah doing yeah.
0: something really suspicious. He's just like yeah. dripping sweat, and he's like looks really shifty. You know, actually I mean? He's yeah, trying yeah,
1: yeah, to yeah. lie to his wife. Right, yeah, right,
0: right. And yeah. the meme was Yankees fans trying to figure out who to root for in the ALCS. <laughs> AL, yes, CS, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, that's Thomas. That's Thomas right now."
2: But <laughs> I'm, well, I'm not a Yankee fan, so that's not me. I hate, I hate no, fans. no, I know,
0: but you hate you will hate both the Astros and the Red Sox. <laughs> I hate you it. You have that in common with the Yankees fans. Uh, who are tough, Yankee
2: actually? fans
0: rooting for in the ALCS?
2: Uh, you know, who gives a shit? The Yankee fans don't pay. Attention Yankees to fans, baseball.
0: Yankees fans don't really give a shit about baseball, right? Now. That's that the one. Yeah, thing not, they don't pay
2: attention if the Yankees aren't in it.
0: No. They don't pay
2: attention even if the Yankees aren't. In it. <laughs> they sort of, sort of pay attention.
0: Though. They'll like just <laughs>
2: you watch it on the
0: Win, news. then they'll just like sound off on Twitter about it. Right. Yeah. If, if they get
2: drunk enough, they'll go to a game.
0: <laughs> exactly. Maybe. For like. They'll show up in yeah. the fourth inning and leave in the seventh inning. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's a good part, you know. Get a to sing. <laughs> All right. Uh
1: Coming at you from Champaign, Illinois, my name is Joel. So I'm the White Sox fan on the podcast. We just lost three games to one to the Houston Astros. But I got to tip my hat to the Houston Astros because – Not that. no, no. Let me finish. Everybody hates the Astros. I – I root against them. I do not hate the Astros. I don't think with the same passion. And here's why. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. And you've got to respect Houston for at least trying. They're putting it together. You know, did, did any of you see, uh, God damn it, what was that really long movie that Martin Scorsese put on Netflix about um, Hoffa, Jimmy Hoffa? Was it called the the Irishman? No, it's called the Irishman. Oh yeah, that was I I don't recommend it. It's like too long. It's too long. Too long. But there's one scene where they let me ask you a question.
2: Does it start with like weird CGI Robert De Niro? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Weird
2: Al Pacino, and they're like, but it's like them as young men, but it's like weird, like CGI, terrible CGI. Oh God, that shit is so. I couldn't even watch that first scene; I turned it off.
1: Very uncanny valley,
2: yes. But there's one
1: scene where they catch a guy stealing from them, a lady actually, and they go, "Oh, oh, don't they? They're like, don't fire who? Don't, don't." Uh, whacko it's the first time she did it and they say no 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 it's the first time she got caught stealing from the mafia right that's my point about the astros and about everyone's other favorite baseball teams were the astros the cheetos or were the astros the team that got caught
0: cheating right yeah. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I think it's going to be fun in when they come to Boston because Fenway Park is so freaking lit right now. But, like, they're not really going to be able to go too hard on the cheating angle because Alex Cora is involved in that.
2: Like, <laughs> We're going to have
0: to find other ways to, you know, there are other things. Oh, like Boston fans are going to come
2: something. up with... No, they're going to say the same damn thing. You're going to just call them cheaters the whole game. You know, I mean... Game full of. Uh, uh, it was, I think it was eight to one
1: Houston, top of the ninth, and Altuve comes up to bat. Hashtag short people, hashtag Altuve, and the Chicago crowd is giving it to him so loud. First pitch, two run home run, 10 one Houston. Yeah, like I was just like, a
2: little motherfucker,
1: but yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah, fucking Altuve, but so yeah, so. White Sox. It was a good season. It was a shitty, other than one game, game three that we won. We kind of got our asses kicked, uh, which yeah, I mean, I'm not happy about.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's going to be an interesting offseason for the White Sox, so uh, we could talk about that later. But yeah, little, I'm disappointed. But but uh, yeah, you you just wish your team. Went to five I mean, consecutive
0: ALCS. That's all I'm saying. I, I wish my team went to five consecutive I, ALCSs. I'll tell you what turned me on the Astros, Joel, was the Ozuna thing. True. Uh, and then our uh, your owner on Jim Crane. Jim Crane. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's True. what turned me on the Astros. Because I was on team, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. And, like, I don't like Carlos Correa because he's like, no, we weren't cheating. Even though, like, you know that during the investigation, when he was offered immunity for his cheating, he was like, oh, yeah, we, we cheated. We were definitely cheating. You know what I mean? Like, I hate that dude.
1: Check out our episode on Jim Crane. Warprop. Yeah.
2: I that mean, is- I hate I, I, I've been sitting here. I mean, I hate the Astros. I've been watching the Astros since they tanked since they joined the AL West. tanked and then created a fucking juggernaut i remember when george springer first came up and i was like oh this guy's gonna be good and then the guys that came up behind him they had the correa and guriel came Well, one altuve was already there and was like really good i watched the astros become really good i'm really fucking sick of the astros and they've always been cocky fuckers and they promise we all
0: watch the astros become really good
2: but I watch them sixteen games. I, I watch them sixteen games a year. Like we play them more than you guys play them. So I watch. Yes. probably I, I I just by, just by being an AL West fan, I watch them more, and they're really fucking good. Yeah. And they're and it and people have been talking about like Mariner fans have been like, well, now everybody gets to see what it's like to fucking play these guys sixteen games a year. Like this is a good fucking team. Red Sox got. A, everything that they can handle coming up here
0: i think the red sox can take them i think we match if up. if i was going to
2: watch the series it might be good yeah. but i'm just
0: definitely not going to watch it. i yeah. think i think we match up well you need you we, i think you're, you're going to get your asses handed to you you need I, you just hope that you need you i kind
2: of do but no i don't
1: no, yeah. <sighs> i yeah.
2: hate the astros more i think i hate this astros team more than the red sox it's close but it's
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah
1: all right all right um moving on i want to give some plug plug outs uh thanks to everybody who listened to last week's episodes we talked about our favorite days to get into fights so uh check that out definitely uh shout out to everyone who listened providence rhode island champaign illinois Craftsbury, vermont chicago illinois moscow to us down near Portland, Oregon, Ashburn, Virginia, Muhammad, Illinois, Algonquin, New York City. Thank you so much. Remember, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Follow us on Twitter at Dump on the Up. Hey, Joel. Yeah.
2: Is Seattle on there?
1: No, did you not listen to Yeah, no, there it is. There you are.
2: No, I didn't listen.
1: Oh, yeah. Somebody else from
0: Seattle did.
2: Yeah, I was trying to figure that out. There's somebody else in Seattle listening. Who I want to give Jesse's a shout out dad. to Jesse's dad.
0: Huh? <laughs> Jesse's dad is still
1: listening. Oh, Jesse's dad.
2: Uh, oh, in Seattle area?
1: Yeah, probably. Okay, that's shout out to Jesse's dad then.
2: Cool. Yeah. Okay. That's...
1: No, Thomas, if you go to a ball, um, steal their phone and subscribe them to our podcast.
2: Oh, but uh, Tom- just, are you Jesse's dad? Yeah. And if they go no. I'm just going to take their phone and subscribe
1: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Oslo, Oslo, Norway is on the list. As is, oh no, Sweden's not on the list. But Uzhgorod, Ukraine—that's not good. That Uzgar- Sudan. Yeah. We'll. They don't
2: speak Russian in Ukraine. Do they?
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, also, uh, I want to give a shout out and a thanks to. Uh, Twitter friend at C Spaghetti One Celeste Spaghetti, she's got like a ton of Twitter friends, and she set up a uh, hangout at a bar to watch White Sox Astros game two. That the White Sox absolutely shipped the bed, in. it was really disappointing, but uh, got to meet her in real life. That was cool. She's a cool person. I hate meeting my Twitter friends in real life, you guys. I really do Dude. like, like they're cool. <laughs> people. This has got nothing to do with them. They're cool people, normal people. I feel like a big (laughs) weirdo.
2: Yeah, so the Mariners look out landing or whatever. They Every once in a while, they'll have like, I went to a couple, like I I know a couple of the guys, but it's like always very kind of like, this is weird. I don't know. And it's obviously the same thing. Like everybody's always really nice, you know, It's not. and the, the couple guys I know are awesome, but it's yeah, it's always very strange. I don't know why.
1: And and between like every inning, everybody got on their phone. So like tweet about the inning that just happened. And I'm still old, like I do that when I'm in my house, but when I'm at a ball watching the game, I'm old enough to
2: be oh, like, hey, yeah.
1: hey, let's talk about politics or the weather or you know, let's just tweet so out of our
0: face holes at each other.
2: Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs>
1: and it was not happening but
2: it was i still they're I, like weird old man get away from me, or tweet me about it.
1: <laughs> yeah and then after the game and it was also sad because the white sox chat in the bed but after the game we actually did have like conversations which was good about tony La Russa and what the fuck is wrong with tony lalusa uh,
0: he's
2: old no well yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's, White that's Sox it. still have a really good core. It's like, you yeah, you guys need some pitching help, but
1: yeah, we'll talk about. Let's let's. I've got so many opinions, so don't get me don't get me started about. that. It was a good season. I feel you guys like, are great. I feel like the other thing I wanted to say is, based on my my Twitter friends, I feel like either I'm not as big of a White Sox fan or I'm just able to go through the seven stages of grief quicker than a lot of other people are. Like you don't have time to wallow in like the denial or the bargaining. You just got to move really quickly from, you know, denial, to bargaining, to anger, to depression, like in 30 minutes,
0: just bam, 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 get them done.
2: You're you're more of grief. No, that's the way it's
0: gotta be. Cause it's just, baseball you know it's just, and it's a wonderful and it's like you can ride an incredible roller coaster of an emotion of emotions but like you can't like beat up your wife over baseball you know what i mean like that's not a
1: don't beat up your
0: wife over baseball right, right. that's not that's an official
2: uh, that's an official dumb on the opposition yeah don't beat up your wife about baseball yeah you can't
0: else. let it you can't let it bleed into your life in that way you know what i mean like it's you gotta. Your emotions about baseball have to be contained to baseball, and that's it. That's very difficult.
1: (laughs) Yes. But I like it. See, my point is that you get to channel, if you're good at it, you channel all your rational emotions and beliefs into being a baseball fan. And that is supposed to let you cope as a rational member of society. Right every other waking hour of your life right
0: yeah i think you get to like experience like dizzying highs and like horrible lows and just and then that's it and then you like put on a rerun of seinfeld or something you know what i mean that that's like that's it
1: yeah it's community for me i mean you're also
2: also really spoiled by recent history so like for you to say that, like it's one thing, but like for a Mariner fan to say that, it's like, whoa! It's just misery every season, and that's just
0: so great. Let me let me be. No, fair. I feel like Thomas. within nine innings of every baseball game, there's like there's emotional swings that like exist only in these three hours. You know. Also,
1: yeah. Thomas, I did watch the 2003 ALCS with Stan. So. He has been through those emotional swings.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, right. Aaron Boone walk-off. Yeah. That's yeah. right.
1: I couldn't talk to Sam for like a week after that game.
2: Oh, it so bad it bad. did affect your personal relationships. It I, was like 20, I was like
0: 20 years huh, old. Yeah. Huh. I mean, <laughs> that's
2: <laughs> interesting. Because no, that's no. what you were just talking about. <laughs>
0: yeah well you
2: got to learn you, you know? know you just got to make sure that you keep it like you, you can't get too upset about it because you know the last time the red sox lost you were like could wouldn't talk to joel for a week
0: true, then- we have
2: a- I mean, you have grown a lot you've grown a lot yeah
0: That yeah, grown- it was a long time ago
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> i know that's why i said that
1: <laughs> Baseball's the best
2: yeah, so baseball. I best. fucking hate it. it's the it. Fucking God, God, it's best. The, <laughs> it's the worst. Such a dumb fucking waste of time.
0: was <laughs> this. this is so, like it's the best, and it's like it's can we weird talk about something else? now other sports are on, and it's like you know, like football's fine, a hockey, team. hockey is fine, basketball's fine, but like baseball is the fucking best, you know.
2: Baseball <sighs> yeah, is bet, better Sam.
0: than all those sports. We're gonna, we're gonna, yeah, yeah.
2: It says the guy with his team in like the semifinals of the championships. Like, I'm, a, I'm the also a Patriots time. fan, Thomas.
0: So.
2: We're not talking about football. Don't give <laughs> a shit about football. Well,
0: I'm don't... just saying, is like I have plenty of reasons to think that football is really good too. That's, you know, oh, right. right. Oh, I see, but I, don't, but I don't, you know,
1: yeah,
2: yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, still, yeah moving on, let's move on. Yeah, let's talk about something else. Let's
1: talk about racism.
0: Yeah, Uh, this is this is my favorite headline. John Gruden, uh, former coach of the Las Vegas Raiders, is a racist. Duh. Uh, (laughs) John Gruden resigned on Monday after emails that he had written from 2011 to 2018 while he was an employee for ESPN were leaked revealing a pattern of racist, homophobic, and misogynistic language. In the emails, Gruden called the league's commissioner, Roger Goodell, quote, a faggot, and quote, a clueless anti-football pussy, and said that Goodell should not have pressured Jeff Fisher, then the coach of the Rams, to draft, quote, queers, A reference of to Michael Sam, a gay player chosen by the team in 2014. Question. Do you think anybody is surprised by this? No. It shouldn't.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Moving on. (laughs) End of story. I, I was listening to some podcasts about this earlier today. And first of all, like I knew John Gruden was an asshole. Everybody should have known yeah, that. Everybody, everybody
2: knew he was an asshole, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay. But then, the, in addition to that, is the insular environment of professional sports, in particular the NFL, that allows this kind of behavior to continue unabated. And the people I was listening to, they kept saying, "Yeah, okay, John Gruden's a problem," but he felt comfortable and safe enough to repeatedly write shit like this in emails to other executives within the nfl yeah fully people
2: who who never blinked an eye about that's why it's not a surprise i mean we've known this shit's been going on forever like
0: right Right. yeah people are monsters I, i think that it's also important like it's so ridiculous that if you or any like you would anyone would ever even if you thought that stuff would put it in email, West, for email, but, email, but uh, it's also important and completely unsurprising to note that the person that he most of these emails like all of these emails came from a separate investigation that the league was doing, um, with on a former executive of the Washington football team, formerly the Washington, quote, Redskins. Yesterday they were the Redskins, so. Right. Um, And so, and this is like the head of the, you know, the president of the Redskins that is John Gruden's boy, and they're sending these horrible emails back and forth to each other. And and, like, this is just John Gruden's emails just with this one guy. Like, they didn't get John Gruden's emails. They only got this other guy's emails, just this other guy's emails. And there's so much horrible shit in there from John Gruden. <clears throat> Wait, what it was an email tweet.
2: between him and one other member of the, of the <laughs> football organization who then yeah. leaked it to the press? Or was it, like,
0: what's, what, Joel?
1: It wasn't Dan Snyder. It wasn't the
0: owner of the Washington. He, he no longer works for the team. Okay, yeah.
2: yeah. Um, so it was a personal email between two people?
0: Right. On a, so it was from John Gruden's personal personal email to the work email of this Redskins executive. Which is oh, okay, okay. to- and And he's under investigation for something. And what, you know, they went through all of his emails. Yeah. And they
2: found this one and they were like, oh, this doesn't have anything to do with
0: the investigation, but, but John no, they, they found these thousands of emails from John Gruden. And the something
1: is a sexual harassment toxic workplace. Right. So we can throw that in the evil stew also. Right. Well, and the other thing, and this is kind of like a side, a subplot, a side quest, but the NFL has all these emails now because of this investigation, and they only released these select emails. So what people are asking is now can the NFL front offices essentially blackmail all these other employees who have been writing terribly racist, sexist things? in their emails and say, hey, you better not step out of line or we'll release that email you wrote to- ben
0: John Gruden.
1: John Gruden <laughs> or Robert Kraft or, or uh, who else is like one of these
0: terrible dudes?
2: Tom Brady.
0: Todd yeah. get <laughs> I mean, you know that- I'm pretty sure Tom Brady doesn't use email, for being honest.
2: <laughs> he sends carrier pigeons. <laughs>
0: It messes with his aura to send an email. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't like to and be using computer. <laughs> yeah, no, I think this is going to happen. I, don't know. It's, it's I guess it's
2: just, fun. I'm just not surprised. I mean,
0: no, there's nothing surprising about it. And it's just like, you know, none of these people had a problem with it until it got into the newspaper and then like that's
2: <laughs> yeah but that's that's classic corporate culture yeah i mean the 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 mistake was sending it to a work email i mean i'm sort of confused why a personal email got ended up being like shared with the public like that because i what... mean not that it excuses it but it at least seems like a like when i first heard it i thought it was like team emails or like kind of part of a larger culture where it was like a group email that got like had some kind of well i didn't i guess i didn't know what it was
0: yeah. I know that no, it is it's part of the, the it was the guy's work email. What's his name? Who? the man. Washington football team he was a sponsor yeah.
1: on his work email so they would have access. And John Gruden wasn't writing it from his ESPN email. That's my question. Do you know?
0: No, it was from his AOL email, I think. Yeah, yeah his yeah. Name, dot com.
2: Grudy 2 shoes at aol.com.
0: Yeah. yeah. In
2: 2018,
0: yeah. Yeah, and he like got like in a statement said, I don't have a sliver of racism in me.
2: Like, I mean, I mean probably God. full of shit. But
0: I mean, like you just, there's all this other shit that you wrote that's horribly racist. Like, how could you say that? Like, there's proof here yeah. that is we have completely contradictory them. to that. Yeah. But he believed. Well, it's crazy. It's crazy.
1: The other All thing- right. Oh, let's move on. But I think this is going to happen again.
2: Well, I mean, I, we're gonna we're gonna keep going in a direction away from baseball. Yes. If that helps soothe it. Kyrie Irving is anti-vax now too.
0: Why is everybody famous? Flat-
2: famous not flat- Earth- What? What? What?
0: Not now. Like this is this is yep. it's not like a new thing.
2: <sighs> right. Okay. Famous flat earther Kyrie Irving has continued to refuse to get the COVID-19 vaccination, complicating his future with the Brooklyn Nets. Last week, an unnamed source close to Irving leaked to the press that he was not getting vaccinated in order to, quote, give a voice to the voiceless of all the angry people upset about the New York vaccine mandates, which begs the question of who has been the loud or angry voices so far? Question. If Kyrie wants to be the voice for the voiceless, why doesn't he say anything
0: about it? Right. This was the most ridiculous thing that I had read because Kyrie Irving has a long history of being just really crazy and not super smart, right? Like, he's a flat earther. He is smart. He's a weird
1: guy. He's a weird guy. I, I do want to push back that people think he's just dumb. He's not dumb. He's weird. Sorry, go ahead. Okay, but he believes the Earth is flat. He believes the Earth is flat, and he believes right. that COVID is. That's up. pretty dumb. I got you. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Right.
0: Just go on. I uh, go on. Yeah. Um. Anyway, he I my theory is that he is the unnamed source close to Kyrie Irving who oh, released yeah. this because I'm sure that he's getting some serious blowback from people who are like fuck this anti-vax piece of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Brooklyn Nets fans mostly, I would imagine. Uh, and and players. What right when Bro- Brooklyn Nets players? That's that's my opinion. So anyway, the the unnamed source stressed that he was not anti-science, but that he wanted to be a person who was resisting the vaccine mandates that people are losing their jobs over um, and that he was rich enough to do it. Uh, But the thing that kind of like blows in the face of that kind of bullshit stances that he hasn't said anything about it like he hasn't been like oh i think that vaccine mandates are the worst and it's not fair to workers and so i'm not gonna get vaccinated and i'm not gonna play in the season this year until all vaccine mandates are he hasn't said any of that right. like he hasn't said anything yeah he's yeah. asked for respect for his privacy on the matter and it's like if you want to be the voice for the voiceless you got to speak up at some point you know yeah
2: yeah, he he, he's selling that to the press but he's not actually doing anything about it he's trying to he's trying to cut and he's letting some unnamed spokesperson carry his weight for him right it's it's just just,
0: it's just Kyrie irving with a hat on this is
2: yeah, I mean, I think I think that there's like an element of being a celebrity or sort of in those positions where you're asked to be kind of a, you feel like you're supposed to do something. And yeah, I don't fucking know. Guy seems like he's got some screws loose.
0: Yeah, right. He was set to make 16 million dollars this year, right? Something like that. Like, if he really wanted to help people who are losing their jobs over vaccine mandates. And he's not anti-science, he could have gotten vaccinated and like don't donated his sixteen million dollar salary to like people who lost their jobs due to vaccine mandates. Like if he wanted to if he wanted to help these people, but he doesn't. Right. He
1: definitely thinks that he doesn't want to get microchips by Bill Gates.
0: Right.
2: <laughs> right. But he doesn't want to admit that to the world.
0: Exactly. Right. Yeah. His no, his his publicist will not let him admit it to the world. <laughs> yeah. He would, like, he would like nothing more than to admit that to the oh. world. But they will oh, let you
2: see. OK, OK, I see.
1: Kyrie Irving wearing a tie. <laughs> right. which is Kyrie Irving wearing a tie. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> Kyrie Irving, his publicist, and the media leaker are all sitting in a room together talking to each other. It's like Fight Club. Right. um yeah now one thing though we talked about this before sam and i forget what the conclusion we came to was but didn't we say that the nba and the nfl seem to be doing a better job of vaccinating their players than major league baseball
0: much better yeah i think that 90 it's like 98 or plus Plus percent of players in the NFL are vaccinated, and I think it's 96 in the NBA.
1: Right. And so we don't want to, because I read some things of, oh, typical out-of-touch elitist celebrity athlete refusing to get vaccinated, Kyrie Irving. This is a white right. man crusade as far as he's women. a He's an outlier. He's the outlier. Like NBA yeah. players, 96% of them. Right. And as a
0: whole, have been very,
1: yeah. So, I, I want to push back. I, I know nobody here was saying that, but I did read some stuff online about that. The other thing is so he definitely can't play in Brooklyn until he's vaccinated, and he can't play I, at like half the other
0: arenas. No, no, I have, I have an update on that. Okay. So, <clears throat> when the New York City designated the Place where the Nets practice, uh, office building. So he could practice with the team. But okay. the team has now said that nobody is going to be a part time player. And until either the mandates are lifted or Kyrie Irving gets vaccinated, he will not play or practice with the team. Yeah. So he's, he's got to get vaccinated. If I'm Kevin DeWant. I'm pissed. Thank you. right that's the thing like no players have like all the players comments that i've read have been like oh yeah no we don't talk about it much but it's like how do you not talk about your third best player like refusing to play for the team because and then the like also the nets narrative that they're trying to push this season is like we're a team like this is a team we're like building a team and it's going to be a team effort and then there's like Kyrie Irving, who's one of your best players, is like not even on the team anymore.
2: By choice.
0: By choice. By choice. The dude is a flat earther and he was born
1: in Australia. How are you a flat earther if you were born in Australia? (laughs) I
2: I would venture that a lot of Australians are flat earthers.
1: Yeah, you think so? But yeah. they had to get to Brooklyn from Australia somehow.
2: I'm not saying Kyrie Irving. I'm saying like the guys that live in like have like weird internet access in the middle of the country, like <laughs> right. like it's just all flat, like the Bush.
1: Right. Hmm. I've never been to Australia.
2: Kyrie Irving's got no excuse. All right. I got to pee.
1: Yeah, we got to shut this down. Thanks, ladies and gentlemen, for listening. Um, okay, so,
0: Sam, you're going to pick Boston to win the CS, right? I think so, yeah. I think I I think we got it. And, like, fuck what the Astros are going to win. Everyone's a Red Sox fan now. That's true. <laughs> uh,
1: Dodgers-Giants game five tomorrow. Let's go Giants. Dod- uh, let's go Giants.
0: Oh, I think the giant. I disagree with you, Thomas. I think the Giants are going to win. Okay. I, really hope I think so. if, if they can keep the Dodgers from scoring, if they can keep the Dodgers under four runs, I think they'll win. And if the Dodgers score four or more runs, I think the Dodgers are going to win. That's my call. That's my over under on the Dodgers winning that game.
1: Last question. If it's Dodgers, Braves, who are you rooting for in the NLCS? Because I don't right. know.
2: Braves.
0: Braves. Okay, I'll go with Braves. I don't know. The
2: Giants, I'm pulling Giants all the yeah. way.
0: Giants, yeah, way. yeah same.
2: But Unless they face Boston in the World Series.
1: But we're just talking CS right now. We're just talking, yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for listening. This has been Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Follow us on all your social media applications. You can find us at Dump on the Ump. Give us a rating and a review if you happen to do so on Apple Podcasts. Thomas is doing the P dance, so we gotta go. For Sam and Thomas, my name is Joel. Have a good night and a pleasant tomorrow. Let's go, go, go.
2: go. This is a boring song. It's
1: the fight song from like
2: 1983 or something
0: like that. 83, it should be from like 83. Like <laughs> the 83 song. Oh, I thought this was, like, a it sounds, really old song. Yeah, old time. Like, it should be 18 really, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't know. No.